mountains to prevent you from um, receiving your blessings and becoming who God has ordained you to be. Could you read um, 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 1 to 11 for us? Now the Philistines gathered their armies for battle yes. and were assembled at Sokah, which belongs to Judah. And they camped between Sokah and Azekah and Ephes Damim. Saul and the men of Israel were mm -hmm. gathered together mm -hmm. and they camped in the valley of Elah mm -hmm. and assembled in the, in the battle formation mm -hmm. to meet the Philistines. Hallelujah. The Philistines were standing on the mountain on one side mm -hmm. and Israel standing on the mountain on the other side mm -hmm. with the valley between them. Mm -hmm. Then a champion came out from the camp of the Philistines mm -hmm. named Goliath of God. Mm -hmm whose height was six cubits and a span. Mm -hmm. He had a bronze helmet on his head mm -hmm. and wore a coat of scale army, armor, overlapping metal plates, which weighed 5,000 shekels mm -hmm. of bronze. He had a bronze shin protector on his legs and bronze javelin hung between his shoulders. Mm -hmm. The wooden shaft of his spear was like a weaver's beam mm -hmm. The blade head of his spear weighed 600 shekels of iron mm. and a shield bearer walked in front of him. Goliath stood and shouted to the battle lines of Israel saying to them, why have you come out to draw up for a battle? Am I not the Philistine? And are you not the servants of Saul? Mm -hmm. Choose a man for yourselves and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight me and kill me, then we will become your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall become our servants and serve us. Mm -hmm. Again, the Philistine, the Philistine said, I defy the battle lines of Israel this day. Give me a man so that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. They were dismayed and greatly afraid. Uh, yes. Your problems have caused you to be dismayed and greatly afraid. Fear has fallen on your life. But look at 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 23 to 27. And the Bible reads, as he was walking with them, behold, the champion, the Philistine of Gath, named Goliath, mm -hmm. was coming up from the army of the Philistines. Yes. And he spoke these words again, and David heard him. When the men of Israel all saw the men, they fled from him mm -hmm. and were very frightened. Mm -hmm. The men of Israel said, have you seen this man who was coming up? Yes. Surely he is coming up to defy Israel. This problem. Mm. The king will reward the man who kills him with great riches and will give him his daughter in marriage and make his father's house family tree from taxes and service in mm. Israel. Mm. Well, back in the day, they have taxes to pay. <laughs> then David spoke to the men who were standing by him. What will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace of his taunting from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he has taunted and defied the armies of the living God? The men told him, this is what will be done for the man who kills him. Wow. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? David also spoke back mm -hmm exactly strength mm. because he knew his God mm -hmm. that God will give him victory over this giant, this enemy. There is one truth which we need to know, embrace, and understand. As, child, as children of God, we have enemies to deal with. We need to Embrace understand that. Mm -hmm. The nation of Israel was captured in fear and they were looking at the size of Goliath and his constant provocation. But exactly, Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 to 10, David saw Goliath as a roaring lion because he knew in God 
he can defeat him. And what was Peter referring to in First Peter? He said, Satan, the enemy, rose like a lion, rose like a lion, which means he is not a lion, but he acts like one. So David saw that Goliath was not as strong as he claimed to be because David has tasted of the power of God and knew he could defeat Goliath even with all his size and all his provocation and all his taunting. He has no power than the God of Israel. Remember, David realized that this battle was not physical, mm -hmm. he saw it. But we see our giants as physical enemies. But the giants that I'm referring to that we deal with in our life daily are spiritual giants. Mm -hmm. And we are to look beyond the physical if we are gonna gain victory over the giant that we are dealing with. Because David looked beyond the stature of Goliath and realized that he was dealing with a force that was operating behind Goliath. Mm -hmm. And he also realized that God was powerful. Mm -hmm. So this battle between David and Goliath was between Satan and God. That's how David perceived the battle to be. That's why he was able to declare that in God, we shall have victory. So look at First Peter chapter, 5 verse 6 to 10. Look at it and let's see what's there. Amen. It says, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Yes. Set aside self-righteousness, pride, mm -hmm. so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service mm -hmm. at the appropriate time. Mm -hmm. Casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, mm -hmm. all your concerns once and for all on him. For he cares about you with deepest affection mm -hmm. and watches over you very carefully. Be sober, mm -hmm. well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Yes. Be alert and cautious at all times. Yes. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. But resist Listen. him. Be firm in your faith against his attack rooted, established, immovable, yeah. knowing the same experiences of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. Yeah. You do not suffer alone. After you have suffered for a little while, yes. the God of all grace, yes. who imparts his blessing and Hallelujah. favor, who called you to his own eternal glory in Christ, mm -hmm. will himself complete, confirm, yes strengthen yeah. and establish you, yeah. making you what you ought to be. Making you what you ought to be. So Peter is encouraging us to resist. Mm. Well, you, how do you resist? Because he is acting like, but he's not. Therefore, if we submit to God, we will gain faith to resist the enemy. Hallelujah. Mm. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, mm. contending only with physical opponents, mm -hmm. but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. So we are to know that the, the attacks we are experiencing is not what we see in the physical mm. or whoever is causing it but we are to look in the realms of the spirit and determine that the attacks, someone behind the scene, a force greater behind the scene is pulling the strings. It's a corporate master who is the mm -hmm. devil himself that I've gone into someone and is pulling the strings okay. to use them to do what they are doing. Simply put, Satan is our enemy mm -hmm. and he's the giant in our lives, but he may use a person, a physical condition, our own weaknesses to gain control over us and as well use us. 
But beloved, part of the problem is many believers today flows from the fact that we do not expect opposition. Mm. Many of us do not expect opposition because we think the world revolves around us, which in natural sense do not. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, David defeated Goliath not because he had a superior weapons. We all know that he rejected the weapon that Saul offered him or uh, a military strategy. You know, he went there just to seek for the welfare of his brothers that were part of the army that were positioned to fight the Philistines. So he had no idea what was going on on the battlefront <clears throat> to develop a war strategy or to go with weapons. He had no idea, absolutely. But because he had great confidence in the Lord to give him victory, he had great confidence. Hallelujah. Beloved, all of us face Goliaths of various sorts. We face giants of various sorts. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 14, describe Goliath, describe how his stature and the way he looked, the weapons he was using. And we all uh, uh, my wonder what kind of a human being was that. But Goliath was not just a human being. Goliath was a descendant of the Anaks, uh, breeding between demons, <clears throat> fallen angels, and women. So Goliath was not just a human being, but he was a demon himself. Hallelujah. It will be very hard for you as a mere person to confront Goliath and the people of Israel. They knew that. He measured nine, nine feet, nine inches tall. Hallelujah. And what are some of the sorts of Goliath and giants we are confronted with in our lives? Hallelujah. We experience satanic attacks, intimidation, financial crisis, poverty, fear, anxiety, addiction, mental health crisis, problems, pain, persecution that we face from time to time, being persecuted. And you wonder where this persecution is coming from. Why is this person attacking me talking about me, <laughs> gossiping about me, yes. saying all things about me yes. that are not true. Why? Where is this coming from? But you should know that the enemy could influence people to use them to persecute you. Resentment from loved ones, mm. loneliness, guilt, shame, unwarranted shame, shame coming to you that you have no idea why this shame and I have a typical example that I help a young man, but I, behind the scene, this young man has painted my name black mm. and has caused me shame that I did not even expect. I was thinking I would be appreciated. Uh, this uh, young man will be very thankful yes. for what I've done for him. But in other sense, I was put to shame because of what this young man and the lies that I was being spread all behind me. Worry, shutback, disappointment, shortcomings, limitation, discouragement, hallelujah, jealousy. Either you are being jealous of somebody or you are experiencing jealousy from somebody. Depression, hopelessness, bitterness, pride, selfishness, and doubt. Beloved, these giants, the enemy uses to drain us of being everything God wants us to be. And these giants, these problems I just made mention of if you are experiencing enemy, are, are a point of distraction for our purpose in God. But the good news is that whatever spirit of Goliath, because Goliath was a demonic spirit, so these giants that you experience, these problems, whatever spirit is behind it, and as we face in our lives, we can gain victory. 
we can gain victory. I came by to let you know that no matter what problem, what situation, what giant you are facing with in your life, in God there is victory. David had confidence in God. David, uh, that, uh, the same David wrote Psalm 23. He said, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, yes. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Yes. Thy rod and thy staff. He was referring to God. He had confidence in the Lord. Mm -hmm. That even though he might face some challenges, some difficult, some dark times, he might go through some dark valleys, bombs in life, up and downs in the money, difficult, challenging situations, problems with loved ones and in relationship. He said, yeah, though I go through the darkness, yes. all these, yes. I will fear no evil, yes. for God is with you and yes. is with me. And his rod and staff, he will comfort me when I'm broken. The Spirit of God will come in and give me strength. When I'm broken, the Spirit of God will lift me up and give me strength. So that rather than that stuff, they will comfort me. Hallelujah. Why? David remembered as a shepherd how he loved his sheep and how God and cared about them. And so did God take care of him when he encountered the lion? Because David, where did he get the confidence and the strength from to speak the way he spoke to Goliath. And he even uh, was taken to King Saul and he spoke the same way because God has used him to destroy tear lions apart, to destroy bears that came to attack the sheep that he was in charge of. And so he knew that he was gonna gain victory. And Jesus said that God is with us always. He will not forsake us or leave us. He will take us through the valley to strengthen our faith and bring us out in victory. Second Timothy chapter, Second Timothy chapter one verse seven. It says, "For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but He has given us." A spirit, a spirit Amen. of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the type of spirit that God has given us. And 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 says, So you, you my son, be strong, constantly strengthened, and empowered in the grace that is to be found only in Christ Jesus. Beloved, Goliath is a spirit and it's like the sin in our lives that is most difficult for us to defeat. Goliath is a spirit and it's like the same spirit we are dealing with that is difficult for us to gain victory over and defeat it and not be defeated. Beloved, I want to share with you four battle strategies to defeat the giant in your life mm. so that you could claim the victory. Amen. So that you could claim the victory. Let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 23 to 26. The first strategy is giant killers don't tolerate the giant. Mm. Giant killers do not tolerate the giant. And remember, I have, I have given you an example of the type of giants that you may be feeling with in your life. Could you look at 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 23 to 26, what David did? Amen. As he was talking with them, behold, the champion, the Philistine of Gath, named Goliath, was coming up from the army of the Philistines. Yes. And he spoke these words again, and David heard him. When the men of Israel all saw the man, they fled from him yeah. and were very frightened. Yeah. The men of Israel said, have you seen this man who is coming up? Surely he is going to, he is coming up to defy Israel. Yeah. The king will reward the man who kills him with great riches mm -hmm. and will give him his daughter in marriage mm -hmm. and make his father's house 
free from taxes and yeah. service in Israel. Yes. Uh, 26. Then David spoke to the men who were standing by him. What will be done for the man who killed this Philistine and remove the disgrace of his taunting from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he has taunted and defied the armies of the living God? So David did not tolerate the giant. He's, mm. He described the giant as uncircumcised Philistine. Yes. And first Samuel chapter 17, verse 32, David said to Saul, let no man's courage fail because of this man, Goliath. Your servant will go out and fight with this Philistine. Hallelujah. Yes. Your servant, David, will go out. So you don't tolerate these problems mm -hmm. and, 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 and slip into a, a pity party. Oh my God. Your sorry self, mm -hmm. begin to feel sorry for yourself. Hallelujah. But speak and gather yourself in God. Hallelujah. Amen. Remembering that the grace of God is upon your life. Mm -hmm. The second point, John killers don't listen to naysayers. John killers do not listen to naysayers because sometimes we experience people speaking discouraging words into our lives to cause us to give up on God. God. This God you're serving, what has this God done for you? Job experienced the same when his wife and his three friends went ahead to curse God and die. Maybe you have people around you that are spreading discouraging words in your ears, that are, are telling you to curse God and die. Oh Forget this God that you claim you are serving. Mm -hmm. Is anybody speaking this discouraging words into your mind as you are going through a situation and a tough time? What, what they are trying to let you do is lose the battle in your life. They want you to forget God. They want you to forget everything that God means in your life so that you will lose the battle. The battle is referring to the situation you have, you have been confronted with. And sometimes they say words like, you can't do it. Or who do you think that you are? And your answer should be, I am a child of God. Yes. But with a price. I, I'm a child of God, but with the price. Yes. Hallelujah. Price of what? Price. I'm bought with the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus died for me. Yes. And therefore, victory is mine. Victory. In the name of yes. Jesus. You have to declare this words when the naysayers come, mm. when the discouraging thoughts come. When people begin to kind of uh, describe you in all ways that you are not, just because you are a child of God, mm -hmm. just because you believe in Christ, mm -hmm. hallelujah, you are to rise up and speak against this discouraging words, right? Cast the negative words down. Mm -hmm. I have a song, a, a, a song, victory is mine, victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind me. Victory today is mine. Yes. Beloved, you are to take authority in, in immediately when you begin to hear this discouraging word, this negative words bombarding you, even being spoken to you from people around you, mm -hmm. or even just experiencing this stuff, mm -hmm. immediately, right from the onset, take authority over these negative words and thoughts. Take authority and say, in the name of Jesus, Satan, get out of my head. Yes. In the name of Jesus, Satan, get out of my head. I take yes. authority over you in the mighty name of Jesus. I put you under my feet. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 33. Then Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight him. Mm -hmm. 
for you are only a young man and he has been a warrior since his youth. Hallelujah. This is the discouraging word that David received. But he said, don't worry, king. I will go and kill this giant. Hallelujah. And we shall gonna be victorious. The third point, giant killers remember their God stories of victory. They are God stories of victory. When these attacks intensify, remember what the Lord has done for you in the past and speak faith, faith words. Yes. Remember what, what God has done for you. Mm-hmm. When that times come, when your faith is about to give up, remember the victories that God has given you in every area of your life. Have God done anything good for you? Put the good things that you have enjoyed, name them one after the other and see how good God has been to you. Hallelujah. Remember the goodness of God in time of darkness when things look like you will not make it. When you feel like you will not make it. It might be your finances, it might be your relationship, it might be your career, your education, your job, your business, whatever it is, your your health, you feel like you will not make it. Just remember the victories that God has given you in the past and speak words like, I am victorious. I am delivered. I am healed. I'm blessed to be a blessing. But don't forget to make a vow. And that is one, one spiritual activity that most Christians do not remember when we are going through situations and we are seeking God for victory. In your prayers, make a vow. Mm-hmm. Father, if you get me out of this, I will serve you for the rest of my life. Yes. Make a vow during your prayers. Mm-hmm. Go into a pact with the Lord. Let's look at them. Genesis chapter 28, verse 18 to 22. Jacob on his way to his uncle Laban's house when he was running away for his dear life because he had cheated his brother Esau out of his birthright. And when he was tired and it was during the night, he had to sleep. So the word of the law says he took a stone and made it a pillow and rested his head on that stone. But go to um, Genesis chapter 28, verse 18 to to 22. Mm. And let's see what happened. Right after an encounter with angels in his dream. Amen. So Jacob got up early in the morning and took the stone he had put under his head Mm -hmm. and he set it up as a pillar. That is a monument to the vision in his dream. And he poured olive oil on the top of it to consecrate it. Yes. He named that place Bethel, yeah. the house of God. The previous name of the city was Luz, almond tree. Then Jacob made a vow, promise, saying, if God will be with me and will keep me on this journey that I take and will give me food to eat and clothing to wear, and if he grants that, I will return to my father's house in safety, then the Lord will be my God. This stone which I have set up as a pillar, monument, memorial, will be God's house, a sacred place to me. And of everything that you give me, I will give the tenth to you as an offering to signify my gratitude and dependence on you. He said what? I will give you a tenth. I will pay tight to you, God. If you take care of me, I will go into a pact with you because I have experienced that oh God. God is in this place. Yes. I have seen God. And therefore, God, I'm making a vow. And I, I, I realized that that was the first vow that was made. Mm. That was the very first vow that was made. Mm. And look at the blessing that Jacob experienced. Even when his own uh, 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 medicine was given back to him by his uncle, also cheating him. Mm. Because what? He came from a line of cheaters, right? Yeah. His mother helped him to cheat 
his own brother. So his, his uncle, who he was running to seek refuge from, also cheated him twice from the blessing and also when he needed a wife. Mm -hmm. But God took care of him yes. because of making a vow. And afterwards, his name was changed to be Israel. Mm. And could, do you know Jacob was the one that gave birth to the 12 tribes of Israel? Hallelujah. Amen. The 12 tribes of Israel. He made a vow. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Make a vow. As I said, Lord, if you take me out of this, yes. I will yes. serve you for the rest of my life. Or I have a sacrificial offering to give you. I remember one time I was uh, taking an exam, a promotional exam to secure my national license. And the first attempt you have, you could take it as many times as you want. The first attempt I failed. It wasn't that I wasn't smart. I've studied, I've done everything and I failed. But the second time when I was going to take it again, I went into fasting, I fasted, I prayed, why? Because God was trying to teach me something. That this career I'm giving you, if you give this, hand this career back to me, if you let me be a God with you through this career, you will do exploit. So I, I fasted and I, I, I made a vow. I said, God, if you, if you help me to pass this exam this second time, my first salary, I'll buy choir ropes for your church. Hallelujah. Choir ropes. A set of choir ropes. I don't know how many they were, whether they were 15 or 18 of them. Just imagine. This is uh, sometime in 2002 or three. So just imagine 18 of those choir ropes, how much it will cost. I promised God, I made a vow and told God that I was going to donate my first salary to buy the church church rope for the church choir. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And as I passed, I did likewise. And God has take, blessed me through all these times of this career, the promotion, becoming a supervisor, and all great things. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I credit to my career now yes. and how God has multiply, yes, how God has increased, yes, how God has enlarged my territories. Hallelujah. He has been a God because when I made a vow and handed this career over to him. Let's look at First Samuel chapter 17 verse 37. And David said, the Lord who rescued me from the power of the lion and from the power of the bear, he will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Hallelujah. And David and, and saw, let's look at them. First Samuel 17, verse 43 to 47. The Philistines said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with a shepherd's staff? And the Philistine cares David by his gods. The Philistine also said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the sky mm -hmm. and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword, a spear, and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, yes. the God of the armies of Israel, yes. whom you have taunted. Yes. This day the Lord will hand you over to me, and I will strike you down and cut off your head, and I will give the corpses of the army of the Philistine this day to the birds of the sky and the wild beasts of the earth, so that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, and that this entire assembly may know that the Lord does not save with the sword or with the spear, for the battle is the Lord's. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he will hand you over to us. Remember how God delivered you in the past and gave you victories. David remembered, remembered it, and God gave him victory over the number one giant that was tormenting the whole nation of Israel. Hallelujah. God will give you victory yes. over the giants in your life. 
Let's look at the fourth point. Giant killers focus on God, not on the giant. Giant killers focus on God, not on the giant. We are tempted to focus on our problems instead of focusing on God, how big he is to take care of us and our problems. That's where the focus should be. How our God, how big our God is, that we gain faith to speak faith with, we gain the strength to declare victory over our circumstance or wait for his healing, his deliverance, and his blessing. Samuel, first Samuel chapter 17, verse 48 to 55. First lady, if you could read it for us. Samuel chapter 17, verses 48 to 55. When the Philistines rose and came forward to meet David, David ran quickly towards the battle line to meet the Philistines. David put his hand into his bag Mm. and took out a stone and slung it. Mm. And it struck the Philistine on his forehead. The stone penetrated his forehead and he fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone, mm. and he struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in David's hand. Mm. So he ran and stood over the Philistine, grabbed his sword, and drew it out of his sheath and killed him mm-hmm. and cut off his head with him. When the Philistines saw that their mighty champion was dead, they fled. The men of Israel and Judah stood with a shout and pursued mm. the Philistines as far as the entrance into the valley and the gates of Ekron. And the and the fatally wounded Philistines fell along the way mm. of Sharam, mm. even as far as Gath and Ekron. The sons of Israel returned from their pursuit of the Philistines and plundered their camp. Mm. Then David took the heads of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem. But he put his weapons in his tent. When Saul saw David going out against the Philistine, and he said to Abner, the captain of the army, Abner, whose son is this young man? And Abner answered, by your life, O king, I do not know. By your life, O king, I do not know. This is some miracle boy. Hallelujah. (laughs) But looking at verse 52, you, you see that when... Goliath fell, now the whole nation of Israel gained strength Mm. and they began to pursue. Mm. So David's victory affected the whole nation. nation. Because what? The nation had had run into hiding. The whole army and the whole nation had run into hiding. Mm -hmm. What am I trying to say? Your freedom and victory is also connected to all that are around you. My God. When God gave you victory over your giants, mm-hmm. it affects all that are around you. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Because sometimes you have no clear mind to deal with them the way God expects you to. Mm-hmm. You become a blessing mm-hmm. to your loved one, all that are around you. Mm-hmm. You become a blessing. Because when you are in bondage and in captivity, all that are around you also suffer. Your actions, your demeanor, your anger, your resentment, your hate, your jealousy, your enviness, your sickness, disease, infirmity affects all that are around you. And therefore, when God gives you victory, that victory also affects everybody around you. <clears throat> Why? Because they, your misery affects your loved ones mm. and your family. <clears throat> and therefore, your victory, they all partake in your victory. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 20, verse 7. It says, some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember and trust in the name of the Lord, <clears throat> our God. Psalm 84, verse 12. Oh, Lord of us, how blessed and greatly favored is the man who trusts in you, believing in you, relying on you, and committing himself to you with confidence and hope and expectation. 
you 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 can you um imagine a stone and a sling killing a, a, a demon a, a, a man of that stature a giant of that stature going straight into the forehead no curve no burning and penetrating into his forehead remember he had a helmet on he was dressed for battle mm -hmm. it will only take the spirit of god the anointing of god to come over that stone David picked and slit and, and threw. So looking at it in the realms of the spirit, the spirit of God took over and directed that stone <clears throat> straight to hit exactly where it will impact Goliath to die. Hallelujah. The anointing of God came on David to help him kill the bear and the lamb with his hands when he was taking care of his fathership. Hallelujah. And it's the same with the anointing and the power of God, the spirit of God came on him and directed that one stone, little stone, to kill a giant who stood nine feet, nine inches tall. Hallelujah. Let us ask God's anointing and power to help us win the battle. Let us ask God for his anointing yes. and his power to help us win the battle. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13 to 19. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13 to 19 talks about putting on the armor of God. The armor of God. Can you read that for us? Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. Yes. And having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your peace, yeah. fully prepared, immovable, victorious, stand firm and hold your ground. Mm -hmm. Having tightened the wide band of truth, yeah. personal integrity, moral courage around your waist. Yes. And having put on the breastplate of righteousness and upright heart. And having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace in preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability yes. and the readiness produced by the good news. Hallelujah. Above all, lift up the protective shield of faith yes. with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one yes. and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. With all prayer and petition, hallelujah, with specific requests at all times on every occasion and in every season in the spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition interceding in prayer mm. for all God's people yes. and pray for me that words may be given to me when I open my mouth to proclaim boldly the mystery of the good news of oh, salvation. salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. Therefore put on the whole armor of God and it's a spiritual armor mm. that will give us victory. God bless you. I want to pray for you this hour or before we pray, it's also communion, so you could start getting your communion items ready. I will um, ask that in humility, you look for a clean cup, a clean cup. If you have the communion, um, the real communion uh, cup and the bread, uh, you could you get it ready. But likewise, Jesus' first miracle, he turned water into wine. Mm -hmm. So you could get a cup of water, a cup of juice, a cup of soda, whatever that is a liquid. No alcohol, no real wine. Hallelujah. No fermented wine. Um, if you have wine with no alcohol in it, it's great. And, and we're going to purify it and get you a cracker, a cookie, a, a bread, you know, that we're going to pray over. And the pop God will cleanse it and, and, and turn it into um, a communion uh, items that we need for today's communion. I want to lift you up into the hands of the Lord. Hallelujah, God. Father, we are thanking you for giving us victory over the attacks of the enemy, Lord. Uh, you know our needs. You, you know our wants. You know all that are watching this broadcast right now what their problem, their situation, or what they are experiencing, going through, be it sickness, disease, infirmity, limitation, disappointment, setback, shortcoming, 
uh, love career failure uh promotion those that need promotion those that need doors of supernatural opportunity open doors those that need new job those that need increase in their salary those that are expecting uh, their businesses to flourish heavenly father we are committing everyone under the sound of my voice into your house that anyone that oh lord uh, uh, is watching this broadcast or will run into this broadcast in, in as we uh, in the in the future to watch it let your power move timelessness with no time bounds Oh, to bless your people. Lord, let your grace, your favor. Lord, locate us in every area of our needs as we cast our needs unto you this hour. Heavenly Father, we ask for your protection, your anointing, your glory, and your power. Rest mildly over our life. Your grace, favor, provision, supply, deliverance, healing of sickness, disease, and infirmity. Your power destroy limitations, setback, disappointments, shortcomings that have been assigned to hinder us. Every giant that is uh, uh, working against your people, let the power of the Holy Ghost move and destroy giants in the lives of your people. In the name of Jesus, as your spirit gave David victory over Goliath, Lord, you give us victory through your spirit over every giant that we are faced with, spiritually, spiritual giants, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to ask um, that you open your heart to accept Christ today. Maybe you um, have backslidden from your faith. And it's be a right time to dedicate your life one more back to Christ. Oh, okay. uh, you say, I, I really don't know um, Jesus, you know. Uh, so the, uh, it, 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 it will behoove you, it will surprise you that you run into people that who have never heard of the name Jesus. Maybe you are watching the service today or in the future, you'll be watching the service if you run across the service by the leading of the Holy Spirit. I want to ask that you open your heart to accept Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lord, the King of Kings, the one that the judgment in the last days have been entrusted in his hands. Mm -hmm. Beloved, the word of Lord says, it's appointed for mine to die and there is judgment after death. And the number one question you're going to be asked when you are facing your maker is what did you do with Jesus? What did you do with Jesus? Hallelujah. I'm asking that you look into your life and you say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm really not really into this Jesus stuff. But my question again is, can you tell me where your soul will be if you are to die five yes. minutes from now? If you say, I don't know whether so, uh, heaven or hell, I don't know where my soul will be. Is an indication that you need Jesus in your heart. If you're going to open up as the Spirit of God is moving now and pray this salvation prayer after me, dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. I thank you for dying on the cross. I want you to repeat this same prayer word by word. Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. I thank you for dying on the cross. I thank you for dying on the cross. To save me from my sins. To save me from my sins. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you are the son of God. I invite you into my heart. I invite you into my heart. To be my Lord and personal savior. my Lord and personal savior. And I will serve you, dear Jesus. And I will serve you, dear Jesus. For the rest of my life. Of my Hallelujah. Life. This is a covenant prayer. Yes. You say you will serve Jesus for the rest of your life. If you have backslidden, you have, you know, uh, straight away from your faith and you have prayed this prayer, you are one, once again rededicated to Christ. Your, you have rededicated your salvation to mm -hmm. Christ. And angels are rejoicing in the heavens. Anyone that prayed this prayer, I declare you saved. Hallelujah. Your name, had the, 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 the great part of it all is your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. This is uh, the book that is going to determine who goes to hell and who goes to heaven. Hallelujah. In the last days when we are faced with judgment. Revelation chapter 20 verse 13 to 16 
if you have time, you could read that. Hallelujah. Also, I want you to um, uh, build on this uh, on this salvation um, that you have just received. I declare you saved, and angels in the heavens are rejoicing for your salvation. Look for a scripture before you take your Bible to read. Uh, encourage you to pray and ask the Spirit of God to bring understanding. I should read the Word of God and read the Gospels. Go all the way to the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It will, it will, it will explain the life, the birth, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ from his birth to his resurrection. Mm -hmm. These books will talk to your heart and solidify your salvation. And then you could read uh, every every chapter in the Bible. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. God bless you. We want to hear from you. Send us an email. Our information will come on the screen. Uh, you could look us up. Send us an information that you were saved. And that will continue to pray for you. Have a prayer need, prayer request. Send it to us. And as we gather to pray, we shall remember you in our prayers. God bless you. And also, we open our door online if you want to become a member of Lightweight Church of God in Christ online. We are doing great things for the Lord. We are seeking for partners to partner with us as we push the gospel across the globe. God bless you. Uh, we open our doors. You could, um, up, uh, you could become a member of Lightweight Church yes, online. There's, there's a link. There's a link. Okay. All right. God bless you. God bless you. Follow up and, and go to our website afterwards. Now let's let's get hold of our communion um, items. Communion items. Yeah, you have one. Everybody have communion items. Right on, right on. We are on point. I give you a few minutes to get hold of your communion item, whether it's bread, whether it's cracker, whether it's water, whether it's juice, whether it's soda. I'm I'm asking that the power of God that in John chapter two, Jesus turning the water into one. I pray that heavenly father, your mighty power be released over every communion item that your people are, are using to represent this communion, this hour, the bread and the wine, whatever item is being used. Lord, I ask that your mighty power move over every item right now as it's being used to uh, partake in this communion ceremony that you commanded us to do in remembrance of you. Let the power of God change the water into wine, the bread into the sacrificial body of Jesus Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's get hold of the bread. You could read the scripture for us. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to 26. For I received from the Lord himself that instruction which I passed on to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is represents my body, which is offered as a sacrifice for you. Yes. Do this in affectionate remembrance of me. Let us all eat the bread, whatever bread, Adam, we have cookie, cracker, whatever you have, representing communion, bread this hour. Let's all eat it. Let's thank God, Heavenly Father. We give you all the glory, all the honor. We bless your name for what the bread represents as your body that was broken on the cross to save us from our sins. Lord, we are asking that whatever bread means spiritually, you will meet us at the point of our needs. We thank you for provision and for supply. We thank you for healing. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you for setting us free from bondage and captivity. We thank you for provision and supply in the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying. So everybody take your cup, whether it's water, whether it's wine, whether it's soda, juice, whatever it is, and lift it up into the heavens. Go ahead. This cup is the new covenant ratified and established in my blood yes do this as often as you drink it in affectionate remembrance of me for every time you eat this bread and drink this cup 
you are symbolically proclaiming the fact of the Lord's death until he comes to Amen. Let us all drink the cup and thank God. Father, we give you all the glory for the cup, the wine that signify your blood. Your word says, by your stripes, we are healed. We ask that the blood of Jesus heal our mind, heal our broken heart, heal our broken spirit, heal our soul. Lord, let your blood deliver the bondage and the captive, set our mind free. Lord, let your the power that worketh through the blood of Jesus move over your people's life now. Heavenly Father, the blood of Jesus cleanse us, wash us, set us apart. For you, O Lord, Spirit, filling us with your anointing and your power. Lord, your grace fall mightily over us, strengthen us in time of our weakness. Deliver us from bondage and captivity. We ask for victory, victory in the blood of Jesus. Lord, the victory in the blood of Jesus be released over our life. Victory in the blood of Jesus be released over everyone's life that is watching and partaking in this communion in the name of Jesus. Lord, heal us. In every area of our life, we need healing. Sicknesses, disease and infirmity, bondage and captivity be destroyed over our lives in the name of Jesus. Thank Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for victory. Thank you, Jesus. For thank victory. you, Jesus, for victory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for victory. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, for, thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Thank you for your, your sacrificial blood that healed me, that saved me, that forgave me of my sins. Amen. Well, you Amen and amen. What a powerful, powerful, powerful message. Claiming victory over your giants. Pastor, I can't help but ponder what would have happened if, if, if David listened to the opinion of others concerning yeah. his ability. But David knew his strength came from God. Yeah. David knew that he was prepared. Hallelujah. Amen. All the years of training, he knew his yeah. time was now. Yes. And your time is now. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why the Bible says, don't despise small beginnings. Amen? Amen. I don't care where you are in life. God is doing a great work in your life. Yes. And you will see that every dot, hallelujah, connected to bring you to this time right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Now is, is offering time, is giving time, is blessing time. Yes. One thing that we know, you can never buy a blessing, but as you enter into covenant with God, as you say, Lord, I trust you. Hallelujah. You know, one scripture I was looking at, it's Luke chapter one, verse 45. And blessed is she that believed. Mm -hmm. For there shall be a performance, a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you believe? Yes. Hallelujah. Do you believe that God can turn your situation around? Yes. Do you believe that God is the God of impossibilities? Hallelujah. Do you believe that God is all powerful? Mm. Do you believe the word that says, thanks be unto God, yes. who always causes me to triumph? Hallelujah. Do you believe that God should supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory? Do you? Yes. Hallelujah. Whatever that situation is, whatever that giant is that you are facing, hallelujah, go ahead and wrap your need around that. See, what is yes. it that you are believing God to do in your life? Yeah. Hallelujah. Plant this seed in faith. And if you don't have the faith, before you plant the seed, say, Lord, help yes. my unbelief. Glory be to God. Lord, help my unbelief. You have to be transparent with the Lord. Amen. You have to say, Lord, help me, strengthen me. Hallelujah. As you plant this seed, you're planting it in faith, knowing that God is about to transform, turn your situation around hallelujah how can you give hallelujah you can go to lightweightchurch.com lightweightchurch.com and click on donate or you can do the more modern way which is text to give you text 833 901 
833-901-2082. I want to pray for you as you are planting your seeds this morning. Hallelujah. As you are going forth in obedience with a cheerful heart giving. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your precious saints, Father, that are sowing your seeds this morning. Father, yes, look upon look upon the needs, look upon every seed that is being sown, Father. Oh, Father, we thank you for increased abundance and overflow. Father, we thank you that this seed is bringing forth much fruit into yes, the lives of yes. your people. Father, we thank you, oh, Father, that this seed is bringing transformation, victory, and turnaround in the lives of your people. Amen. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise, Father, oh, for the mighty turnaround, the peace, the joy, the secret petitions, Father, in the hearts of your people. We give you glory, honor, and praise. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Claiming victory over your giants. Hallelujah. As you are claiming victory, God will give you the strategy. Hallelujah. To move forward. God will give you the strategy. Amen, Pastor Daniel. To amen. move forward forward. Do not fear. Hallelujah. For God is with you. He will guide you. He will lead you. He will direct you. Know that you already have the victory. Amen. 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 Even as David fought that giant, every giant in your life, hallelujah, you shall see them no more if and only if you believe in God. Hallelujah. That God has all power. Amen. It has been a blessing coming to you today with the word of God. We pray that you are blessed. We will meet again next week. Same time, same place. God bless you. We love you and we shall meet again. Be blessed.